Welcome to Shedding Shackles. Today's topic is flowing from within. And now, here's your Shedding Shackles host, Roland Trujillo. Welcome, everyone. My name is Roland. The program is called Shedding Shackles. That's what we want to do, is shed the shackles of the past. Today, I'm going to read to you a beautiful passage from A.W. Tozer, and also something from Augustine. But first, I need to lay a little groundwork. Our problem is stress. Stress and anxiety and restlessness. Eric Hoffer, the great waterfront philosopher, talked the restlessness of humankind today. And let's talk about why that is. We feel restless in our being, in our mind, in our emotions, in society. What is the nature of this restlessness? Augustine put it this way, You made us for yourself, O Lord, and our hearts are restless till they find rest in you. Now, in order for you to understand that, I need to lay a little bit of groundwork. You see, our problem, most people's problem, everyone's problem, with few exceptions, except for those who have begun to find their way back to what it means to be really human. See, a human responds to inner reason, intuition, and responds with patience. But let me put it another way. The human being responding to intuition and reason from within, because he or she loves what is right, and loves intuition, and loves wisdom. Didn't David say how much he loved God's word and God's laws and God's wisdom? He loved them. Well, if you love wisdom, then you will incline toward it within. You will search your heart for the right thing to do instead of reaching for an immediate answer, instead of dredging something up from your brain, instead of giving someone something that you heard or memorized or something that you think is clever. Instead, you will sincerely search your heart for the right thing to say or do, not knowing what the right thing to say or do is. And if your search is sincere, then all of a sudden it comes to you. It comes to you from within. That's the way to live a truly human life, to flow from within. Okay? I'm laughing because of the expression, go with the flow. Well, that's right. We have to go with the flow, but the flow is the inner flow. The inner flow from God. It's all around you. It's magic. It's electrical. It's warm. And it has light in it. And it has love in it. And it's everywhere. You have to find it in your innermost being and then go with that flow. But instead, what do we do? We are cut off from reason. Why? Because we love our own advantage. When we could do the right thing or say the right thing or we could wait patiently until we know what to do, we seek selfish advantage. And then seeking selfish advantage or seeking to impress someone or seek, seeking to hide our inadequacy or seeking 
something for ourselves, we then what? We then reach for something that pops up in our mind, something that we heard, something that we read. We want to look good. We want to look clever. We want to make things happen. And so the result is that we're cut off from that inner flow. And then we have to hunt and peck out in the world for our identity. And we begin to take our motivation from outside, from impulses that are generated in our reaction to stimuli on the outside. And we become out-directed. There was a famous essay written a long time ago about the out-directed person. I read it in college, I remember. Even then, this was like, 60 years ago, when the essay was written, the author recognized that we have become an outer-directed society. We look to people. We look to their how they look at us and how they think of us, and we want to impress them, don't we? And so we become totally externalized, but therefore we become totally sensitive to stress from the outside, and we become pockmarked with stress, instead of going with the flow. Got it? So how do you refine this inner flow? Well, that's what we talk about on this program. I've been on the air now for almost 30 years. Did you know that I have over 900 video YouTube lectures? My most popular YouTube lecture is Never Complain, Never Explain. So check it out at youtube.com or sheddingshackles.com. Hi, this is Roland. Just wanted to say hi to all the listeners in Southern California, San Bernardino, Yucaipa, Redlands, Temecula, and all of the beautiful cities around the Inland Empire and Great Southland. Also want to say hi to my new listeners in Kansas City and Indianapolis, Indiana. Welcome. Welcome all. We're talking in today's program about a way of living and moving and having your being that is not dependent on external tease, external prod, external challenge, temptation. It's a way of flowing from within. When you hear about Moses, Jeremiah, Enoch, Isaiah, people like that, they flowed from within, Paul. And so that's how you must learn to live it. That's the truly human way of living. The way of responding to external prods, external tease and challenge and stimulus is the animal way. Now, admittedly, we're born with fallen natures. We're part spirit and part matter. But at some point, you must come back to the way you were meant to be initially. Even on a very basic, down-to-earth level, we don't have a lot of respect for people that immediately become angry and react, people who get all upset. We respect people who are calm, who remain composed. We like the airline pilot to remain calm when there's turbulence. And so that's what we need. We all need a calm and steady hand. But when you look around at the world, people have feet of clay, don't they? 
And so you must find that steady hand within. You must find a way to flow from within instead of flowing from, instead of reacting to the outside. Now that's what we call stress. Stress is your reactions to the outside, to your wife, to your husband, to traffic, to news, to ploys and teases and taunts and challenges. They tempt you to be ambitious, don't they? They tempt you to be ambitious. They tempt you to move not in the right time and space. They tempt you to move in an untimely way and reach for the wrong thing. If you could learn not to move in an untimely way and not to reach for the wrong thing and instead flow from within, then you could become truly human. Your life depends upon your secret motivation. When you're motivated by what you know is right in your heart, by wisdom, by justice, by kindness, by being fair, when that's your motivation, then that'll be your secret impulse and you will build a life, a life built upon wisdom and kindness and patience and love. But if your motivation is external tease, then your life will become one of chaos and confusion and restlessness and ambition. St. Augustine put it this way in his Confessions. He said, You made us for yourself, O Lord, and our hearts are restless till they find rest in you. I just published a new book. It's called A Walk on the Spiritual Side. Many people wish to have peace of mind, a sense of spiritual purpose in life, and above all, a right relationship with others, especially their loved ones. The secret way to the fount of understanding is there to be found by the sincere seeker, hidden in plain sight. The key to wisdom, love, and all the good things in life is found within. When you find this pearl of great price, you will begin a new life of purpose and joy. I'm reading from the back page of my new book called A Walk on the Spiritual Side. You can preview it free at Amazon.com or SheddingShackles.com. Hi, everyone. This is Roland. I just want to take a moment to introduce myself. Well, I've been around 28 years now on the radio. I, uh, I'm just a man with a microphone, and that's how I help people. Well, I'm a lot closer to 70 than I am to 65, so I'll give you an idea that I've been around for a while, okay? But I understand some basic things, but more importantly, I know how to recover from them. Some basic things that go wrong, like resentment, hostility, and unfinished business, and not finding the purpose of your life, okay? Getting sidetracked, and conforming to other people, and then find, finding out you missed the boat. So. I know how to recover from that kind of stuff. And I know the answer is spiritual. And it has something to do with God. And it has something to do with Christ. See, but here's the thing. Just hearing about religion, hearing about God, hearing about Jesus, it's not enough. You have to experience Him in your innermost being. And what's blocking you right now from experiencing Him is undoubtedly resentment and being lost in your thoughts lost in your daydreams and work, lost in your worries and doubts and fears. And so you have to learn how to stand back from those so you can get clear of them, okay? It's like coming up out of being under the ocean, coming up to the surface, and there's the blue sky and the puffy clouds, and you take a wonderful, deep 
breath of fresh air. That's what you need to do to come out of those daydreams that become nightmares. Rise above them and then find reality. The blue sky and the puffy clouds and where the birds are singing. And that's why I've made a little meditation, too. I've made a little meditation that has been very, very helpful to some people. It's been very helpful to me. And I think it uh, could be just what, what you need if you really and truly want to get better, okay? And find out the purpose for your existence and find out just where you've been going wrong and what's been blocking you from finding all the good things that life can hold. Do you understand now what stress is? It means that you have been tempted to become externalized. And now just about everything you do, you'll discover one day. You will discover that just about everything you do is temptation-based. But there's another way of living and moving and having your being. I want to read you something from A.W. Tozer in his book, The Pursuit of God, a very famous classic Christian book. Chapter 1, Following Hard After God. Christian theology teaches the doctrine of prevenient grace, which, briefly stated, means that before a, a person can seek God, God must first have sought the person. Before a sinful person can think a right thought of God, there must have been a work of enlightenment done within him. Imperfect it may be, but a true work nonetheless. And the secret cause of all desiring and seeking and praying which may follow. We pursue God because, and only because, He has put an urge within us that spurs us to that pursuit. No man can come unto me, said our Lord, except the Father which hath sent me draw him. The impulse to pursue God originates with God. But the outworking of that impulse is our following hard after him. Now, is that not beautiful? Christ said, of myself, I can do nothing. It must begin with God. When anything that begins with him is good, if everything you did began with the right intent, with the right impulse, an impulse from within to do the right thing, see, the impulse to do the right thing, the impulse to say the right thing. Or to put it another way, it begins in, in stillness, in quiet, in watching, in observing people and seeing their faults. Yes, seeing their faults and their errors, but not resenting them for it, not hating them for it. And it begins in not being ambitious. You see, it's okay to be industrious, but ambitious means that you've been prodded and challenged from the outside. Now, the whole world is constantly challenging you, challenging to do more, be more, study more, work more, harder, harder, do more and more and more, and buy more, and you know all the rest of it. But you have to learn to go the opposite way. And the opposite way doesn't mean doing nothing. See, some of us are so over-motivated that we, we shut down. Even our bodies shut down. And so we don't do anything. We hide and have no motivation. But that's not it. You have to go within, get the meditation, practice being quiet, and wait for the wind of the Spirit. 
the wind of the Spirit to move you and to flow from within. And this time, everything you do will begin with God and it will be good and it will have a good effect upon your being and upon other people. And you'll see good coming into being all around you and you'll wonder and marvel because of yourself you did nothing other than yearn to do what is right and yearn for the Creator you've never known. Did you know that my most popular book is The Myths and Mysteries of Marriage? A spiritual and practical look at relationships. My favorite chapter is How to Forgive and Forget. The Myths and Mysteries of Marriage. Check it out at Amazon.com or SheddingShackles.com. Download the free Christian meditation for stress now at SheddingShackles.com. You can also get the meditation app at SheddingShackles.com. Are you experiencing stress, anxiety, or unhappiness? Do you feel weighed down by the past? Stay tuned for a special message from Roland Trujillo, host of the Shedding Shackles radio program. For over 25 years, Roland Trujillo has been helping people shed the shackles of unhappy memories, consisting of upset, hurt feelings, and negative emotions that bind them to the past. Over the years, many people have listened to and benefited from Roland's positive message. Perhaps you, too, can discover the secret to becoming free from the past and moving forward to live a new life of joy and purpose. And now, here's your Shedding Shackles host, Roland Trujillo. Francis de Sales wrote a famous book called An Introduction to the Devout Life, or The Life of Devotion. A Life of Devotion. And so, we must be devoted to something, don't we? But what are we devoted to? Well, mostly we're devoted to the only life that we know, the emotional life, the animal life. See, when you fall away from your creator, then you fall into the into the flesh, into the imagination, and you, devoid of separated from your true identity, then look for your identity in the world. And so you look to other people, and especially, you know, you look to uh, sports stars and entertainers, and you look to popular people, and, you know, you want to find an identity. 
somehow you see people seeming to be happy and get all kinds of approval from others and be respected and admired and looked up to and sought after. And then you think, well, that's the way I want to be. So you you do, you start jumping through the hoops to get a degree and to do this and to do that and to dress in a certain way and listen to certain music and to act in a certain way to impress others, always to impress others so that you can look good in their eyes and be admired in their eyes and, and get their approval, not their disapproval, and get their love. You crave love. You crave love for the identity within you. See? And so this identity craves love from the world. And when it gets love, well, it becomes more of what it, it is. And you become less of what you could have been. See what I mean? And so, at some point in your life, you know, for a lot of people, it's when they're around 40. That seems to be a watershed year or time of life. You start to look at yourself and you start to look at your habits, your food, practices and your and your friends and your things all your stuff and your work and all of that and you you see how how it it has shaped you and molded you and then it keeps you trapped doesn't it and you yearn to be free and so you think well if i had a, a house in the country or up in the mountains or or if i were rode a bicycle, or if I got a motorcycle, or if I divorced my wife and got a younger wife, or divorced my husband and got a, another husband, or if I got divorced and then wasn't married, then I would be free, or if I had another job, or if I had more money. See, not to mention the issues that you develop, health issues and financial issues, and you think, well, if I could just pay off my bills and, and get rid of this ailment that I have, and see... But the answer to what has gone wrong with you lies in refinding your true identity and then receiving the love of God. See? And it requires searching for it. Christ said, seek and you will find. All you can do is search, is seek it and yearn for it. Yearn for what is good and yearn for what is true. The cry of the soul is silent. Your soul silently cries out to your Creator, and He answers, okay? And then He answers with, first of all, some light. He gives you a little bit of light, and He gives you the power. He gives you the power. See, now, let's put it this way. After all these years of conforming and being angry and striving and all of these years of taking in the world, you can't let it go because you need it for comfort. Just like a fish needs water, the deer needs the forest. You need all of your friends and your wrong food and your marijuana and your entertainment and your music, and you need all of that. But if you could leave it aside, if you could not indulge it, if you could stand back from it. Well, you can't do it now, but with God's help, you could. He gives you the power to stand back. And if you cry out to your Creator, 
and he gives you some light so you can begin to look at things objectively and he gives you the power to stand back and observe that doesn't mean that you you would become a saint right away it doesn't mean you could give everything up right away but if you were serious about coming back to your creator then he would give you the power to say no to the most recent things that you've taken up that would would give you the power to stand back from some practices that are very health damaging and he would give you the power to stand back and be less angry less resentful toward people and then you could begin to spiritually recover you would begin to be in the world but not of the world and with time maybe lots and lots of time you would learn to to eat moderately and of the right things you would learn to be patient with other people instead of resenting and judging them and you would learn to look at life almost like a tourist and marvel at all the things that you see and not resent other people and with that kind of an attitude and with God's help you would begin to draw closer and closer to your creator and for not hating people you would get his approval for not resenting other people you would get his approval and for not being impatient with other people you would get his approval and you would feel his love in your being Saint Augustine put it this way in his confessions he said you made us for yourself o lord and our hearts are restless till they find rest in you if you hear something here that you've always yearned to hear then the next step would be to get the meditation because it's so simple but so important because most people are lost between their ears most people are lost in worries doubts and fears and be nice to come out of that come back to the present where the birds are singing so go to sheddingshackles.com and look for the free meditation could do your world of good yes indeed the meditation could be just what you need to help you calm down and get centered come back to reality where the birds are singing and the sky is blue and the puffy clouds are floating overhead a world where there is love and there is truth and there is god which you knew when you were a little child a long time ago you knew that before you became upset come back to reality now would you please Until next time, Lord willing, and the creek don't rise. I'll see you then. Bye-bye. You have been listening to Shedding Shackles with your host, Roland Trujillo. Now you can listen to Roland anytime by logging on to www.sheddingshackles.com. You'll find lots of free, helpful information, and you can also order materials or make a donation by using your credit card. Once again, the web address is SheddingShackles.com. Please remember that Shedding Shackles is listener-supported. Thank you.